the future of traditional retail in Africa. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your Pulse on Everything Business in Africa. I am Ritha Dong. For more, follow us on Twitter at The K Financial, and you can find me at Ritha Dong. Millions of small independent shops are the cornerstone of African commerce. African consumers on average continue to buy more than 70% of their food, beverages and personal care products from the continent's more than 2.5 million small independent shops. But now these shops are diversifying, digitizing and partnering with modern retailers to reach the next level. The Boston Consulting Group in their new study, The Future of Traditional Retail in Africa, studied more than 4,500 small retailers in five of Africa's biggest markets, Egypt, Kenya, Morocco, Nigeria and South Africa. Chris Mitchell, managing partner at BCG Nairobi, joins us for this episode to elaborate more on this study. Can you give us insight into what informed this study? Yeah, there was really a, a question. There's there's a, a lot of emphasis on um, this dichotomy between um, traditional uh, uh, retail or informal retail and formal retail, and the difference uh, being in the the size uh, of the location, the amount of turnover, the number of staff, the diversity of different categories and products and price points uh, that can be carried. And so there was a, a question of, what, well, what is the future of traditional retail in, in Africa? How will formal retail and, and larger chains affect it? But even more interestingly, how will uh, different digital in, insurgents who are looking um, to provide uh, more services uh, to traditional retailers, what role will they play? And in fact, will there be a bit of a middle ground? where we'll see almost the formalization of informal retail as they get access to uh, applications that allow them to order and allow for products to be dropped off uh, to their store, where they are able to take pictures uh, of uh, the products on their shelves and get recommendations as to how to optimize the layout of their store or get suggestions on what they should order so that they have a greater chance of increasing uh, the revenue per um, consumer, per occasion uh, of shopping. Um, that's really what we set out to understand. Um, and ultimately, what, what comes out is, is that this is a very different and dynamic uh, market and situation uh, from each country, which we looked at, Nigeria, Morocco, Kenya, Egypt, and South Africa. It's very hard uh, to generalize, as each situation is quite different in terms of the degree of, of concentration, the prevalence of formal versus informal, uh, different um, age, education, digital inclusion, and financial inclusion, as well as gender dynamics uh, for the retail labor force. So we then wanted to make sure that we were building a bit of a mosaic, but, but looking at each individual tile and, and recognizing uh, some of the similarities and differences between them. How much of an effect did the pandemic have on consumer behavior? Yeah, I think that with lockdowns and, and of course, reasonable smartphone penetration within uh, upper income uh, segments, there was a willingness to experiment and to try. I mean, what an incredible catalyst to get consumers to use their mobile phone to see what they could get delivered. As there was, an, of course, an understandable fear uh, of going uh, into supermarkets or going uh, into uh, malls or shopping centers. And so I think that that has, that has stuck. And some, of, some consumers are very loyal now uh, to these services, finding that um, the ability to have products delivered to their home is much more convenient than having to go out even to a local shop or, of course, to a formal 
supermarket. So I, I think that that is uh, likely to stay uh, that that consumer behavior uh, pattern. In some ways, this may benefit those um, digital marketplace companies, um, the B two C players that are are particularly dealing in very heavy and cumbersome um, products that are cons- that are, are bought infrequently. So there, I'm meaning water delivery, um, cooking oil delivery, uh, cooking gas delivery. Uh, I think many were willing to to try those um, those different offerings during the pandemic and have have stuck with them. Uh, even though now, obviously, the lockdowns have been lifted. What is the role of digital solutions in the evolution of traditional retail in Africa? Yeah, I think the most exciting thing we saw um, are the different um, what, business-to-business or B2B digital marketplaces, which are really looking to um, aggregate uh, these informal retailers and provide them with a range of services. Um, now, the obvious ones are that they are providing them with the products that they sell. So they're participating in the wholesale uh, market. But there are others, as I mentioned. There can be financial services, so working capital or credit, but also insurance, because often these stores are not insured. So should there be a flood or a fire uh, or other destruction, you know, their, their livelihood uh, is, is significantly um, negatively impacted. Um, and so we're, we're very excited by entities like in Nigeria, um, uh, Alerzo, uh, in Morocco, we have uh, Chari, uh, in Kenya, uh, we have Wasoko, uh, and Twiga, and Market Force. Um, and, and so these entities are exciting because they're really a sort of full service um, player, deeply trying to understand, as you say, the Dukas or the Mama and Bogas, uh, what are their needs? And how can they enhance their experience, but also, therefore, the experience um, of the ultimate consumer? Now, there's an interesting dynamic here, because what we're seeing is that, um, in many ways, this is also happening in the global north. In the global north, we're now seeing that people are willing to pay a premium to have their groceries delivered in 30 minutes or less. That's only possible when you have highly decentralized, fragmented locations for products, which sounds an awful lot like the informal retailers that we have across urban Africa. So there is a bit of a back to the future element to this, which gives us some belief that if technology can catch up quickly enough, we may already be having the kind of physical assets and retail distribution networks that are now being rebuilt out in the global north as people are willing to pay such a premium uh, for the convenience and speed of having groceries delivered to them in such a short period of time. A quick look at the other stories making it into the podcast. Zimbabwe's annual consumer price inflation climbed to 256.9% in July of 2022 from 1916 in the prior month, reaching its highest point since February of 2021. The country has been experiencing strong inflationary pressures, Over the past seven months, attributed to the exchange rate volatility and external factors, including the war in Ukraine. Meanwhile, Zimbabwe's central bank has recently launched gold coins in an effort to help curb soaring inflation amid a slump in the country's currency. On a monthly basis, consumer prices surged 25.6%, following a 30.7% jump in the previous month. The National Bank of Ethiopia has granted mobile money license to Kasha Digital 
Financial Services, making it the first private company in the country to have such a license. Mobile money is considered one of Africa's second largest markets in terms of populations. This defining milestone for the private sector indicates a revolutionary mark for the national digital financial services landscape. The annual inflation rate in Uganda accelerated for the sixth straight month to 7.9% in July of 2022 from 6.8% in the previous month. It's the highest reading since December of 2015, mainly due to soaring prices of furnishings, food and non-alcoholic beverages, education and transport. On a monthly basis, consumer prices were up by 1%, the same pace as in the previous month. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K Financial. If you have any suggestions or you just want to check out more stories, visit our website. That is thekfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K Financial, And you can find me at With The Dawn.